Two girls talking. You know what that means. It's time to talk. What's going on in the world? How about your business? How about your life? Let's talk it out. Two girls talking. Hey everybody, it's Anna. And it's Ashley, and I am so excited about our guest today. She um, has become a dear friend, and we've also worked together in a professional yep. capacity mm -hmm. for a couple years now. Um, but Jenny Canzoneri, she's a book marketer, wife, a mom. Uh, she's, she, I see her as a book marketing expert um, oh. <laughs> that everyone should should like know about um, her expertise. And she's also a professional laundry avoider. But we Which is, I was going to say, this is exactly where you and I, Jenny, <laughs> friends right here we are <laughs> yeah. like just yeah so we have a lot that I, we're gonna go into today but the yes. main okay so this is a really big topic for us yes um and we're so excited to have you on to talk about this thank Jenny. you for having me oh my you. god yes please we're, we're delighted so today we're gonna be talking a lot about friendship okay um as moms as professionals as um quote-unquote busy people and we'll get yes. into that later um we've got a lot it's really hard to maintain friendships it is but they're so important especially for women yes i, yes. I, mean, I feel like yes. i feel like for women friendships are so vital to our well-being being our our mind our mental Yes, well it is. And, and it's hard. I think it's even hard to keep friends since becoming a mom. Like I barely see my friends. Thank God Anne and I host the podcast together and it like, I actually get to see you. So I'm curious to you for Jenny. Um, why do you think it's so hard to one maintain friendships, find new friendships? And how do you think we can reframe like how to actually be a good friend? What does that mean to you? Well, first, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. And I love this topic. And I think, um, just as you said, it's so vital for our mental well-being. But it's kind of the thing we put off, right? So it's the thing that we cancel plans. It's, you know, it's we don't show up because we are overwhelmed or stressed. Um, and I actually was talking to somebody recently. And, it, and when you are the most overwhelmed in life, it's when you need your friends the most yeah. and it's when you sometimes don't prioritize it that way. And yeah. so I think reframing that mindset is really important. And it's something I've thought a lot about, especially in my thirties where you really like, you know, you've, you've sort of figured out life a little bit um, and you think that you can kind of coast through some relationships and you really can't. And you find out that like friendships aren't linear. Um, you can lose and, and make friends even this late in life. And, so I, yeah, I think that the showing up is really important. Um, mm -hmm. And so I've had to reframe and reprioritize my life in order to, excuse me, just when I don't want to get out, when I don't want to get dressed, when I don't want to, you know, show up to the event, really just that first hurdle is just doing that yeah. um, and knowing that when I feel like it the least is probably when I need it the most. Well, you know, it's so interesting. Um, we, uh, Ashley and I, we live over in the DMV. I don't know exactly sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, is that okay? So there's, I'm a, there, I'm a part of a Facebook uh, group of, of moms in the little, uh, little village I live in. And there was a woman on there. She was not a stay-at-home mom, but um, she, was a, she was a military wife. And I think that she had a couple kids. And she actually posted on there. And I really, I, I don't, I'd have to go back and look at the, the posting. But really, um, quite plaintively put out there that she was lonely. You know, that she, she was now in her thirties and she had been a, a professional woman for a long time, but 
you know, she's having a hard time finding friends because I do think that as you get older, you're right. It's, it's not impossible and it's so very important, but it can be so difficult to find friends. It can't. And you need, you need different things as you get older. So, you know, when you're in college and you're bonding over social events and you're bonding over classes and you're, and you're bonding over proximity, right? So you're all together. Yeah. And as you get older, you need maybe more, you need deeper connections. Um, you need people who understand sort of, you know, being a mom and being a wife right. and the challenges that go with that, especially as those relationships evolve. So I think you need that deeper connection. And sometimes that's really hard to find. It takes a while. Yeah, and yeah. it's almost like dating. You have to really spend time with someone and it can be kind of awkward at first and you have to get through that. And it's just and it's, easier to say no, right? You're like, no, I'll just stay home. Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah. I can save my energy, but like really, like you said, that's they're not the right thing to be doing. It's no. like when you need to be doing it most is probably when you don't feel like doing it, but you got to do it. You yeah. Talk yourself out of it. You can talk yourself out of those needs um, yep. really easily. And I'm really good at it. <laughs> really good at well, it. I mean, yeah. and it's also, it's also, um, I don't want to say embarrassing. That's the wrong word, but it is really kind of awkward. It's like, mm, awkward yeah. Word, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. So, yeah. Like, do you want to get coffee? Do you want to yeah. get coffee? So what do you do? Yeah. So, I, I'm so, I love meeting people, but I also am like, oh, is this weird? Is this awkward? I know, right? Like, like thank She's God, so like, cool. I've known Anna for so long, like, and, like not you now, but, um, when you are, you have like, to lean into the awkward. You have yeah. to lean into okay, being so kind of question. like, what do you do? Yeah. I, well, I'm, I am awkward. <laughs> I, just, I just accept we it. All are, Jenny. We, all are. <laughs> we all are. And I, and I think that too, I think vulnerability is, you know, a real gift if you can embrace it mm-hmm. and you can celebrate it in, in yourself. And so, um, yeah, I do a lot of inviting. I do a lot of like, do you want to go to a movie? Do you want to do this event? Do you want to go for a walk? Um, and you know, sometimes I also think reframing how we view sort of tiers of friendship, like not everyone has to be your best friend, your ride or die, you know, the person that you call first, you can have a friend that you just go for coffee with and you talk about just books with, or you talk about the PTA with or whatever it may be. Um, and I think realizing that you can have a lot of different people in your life who are serving very specific purposes and they're not all in that sort of inner circle. Um, and then a few times those people do get into that inner circle and, you know, and it's really, you know, cherished and valuable because, you know, it's, it doesn't happen very often, but, um, so yeah, I do a lot of just, uh, my husband always says I have no chill. And he's like, you're always, you're always looking to make your new best friend. And that's true. So I'm always like, yeah, let's, I'm just going to, I'm just going to invite you. And uh, so I, I do a lot of, I do a lot of posting. Yeah. A lot of like posting at my house and inviting people over. I think another thing that we can do for ourselves is stop waiting to be like the perfect friend or the perfect host or the perfect woman or the perfect person and just say like, okay, come over to my messy house. And you know, there will always be room for you on my couch and I'll always have a glass of wine for you when you get here. Um, that is and, so true. I, yeah. I love that. Yeah. That like that's the type of friend yeah. I want. That that like I can just be like, come over or like I and go over to her house. She's we, like, my house is a mess. I'm not apologizing. Sit down. Like what you just said. Here's a glass of wine. Let's that is so yeah. easy though. We do do that. Because I just said to her today, please don't look at my messy floors. I and I was like, stop it. I don't, I don't care. Right? But you but never. Everyone's got that. You know, everyone's. Yes. 
everyone's human. So I think we have to allow ourselves that humanity. We have to allow ourselves to just sort of be who we are. Um, there's one other thing I was going to mention. I wrote this down because I knew we were going to talk about friendship. I follow someone on Instagram, Rachel Cargill, and she's launched this friend care Friday. Ooh. And every Friday she encourages you to send like $5 or $10 or a Starbucks gift card to just take care of our friends a little bit and just say like, thank That's you for right. like, picking up my kid from carpool or thank you for checking in like very small acts of um, connection and grace just yeah. goes so far to getting us through each week. And so she's launched this like honor those friends every Friday. So every Friday I send like a few friends, just some Venmo money. And I just say like, get oh it yourself God. a coffee, get yourself a glass of champagne tonight. You've made it through the week. Um, That's such a great idea. I know. I, I, it's like that little bit is it, that kindness goes so far. It makes your whole day. Cause yeah, you know, I, I can't even imagine like getting like, something like that. I think I like crying. Okay, <laughs> you are like my new friend now. Okay, yeah. Jenny, so I'll give you my email address. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then what makes it so easy. You don't even have to have email. I just, you know, um, and you just include a little note. So right. Venmo's like PayPal. It's just like a little app that you can just send money to. Well, and it's yeah. so easy. Yeah. But yeah. it's so, I mean, that brings up the point of like how important it is to also nurture friendships. And I think that's something that we forget about yeah. um, because we get so caught so up in careers. Like and <laughs> she's literally I typing notes right yes, now. I but am. like we get Gosh. caught up in careers and parenting. And I find that like, like maybe it's me like telling myself, man, Ashley, you're just a bad friend, but like, Oh yeah. And you, and then it's the cycle, right? The cycle right. of negative talk. Yes, yeah. And then you, you don't do even these small things cause you think it's not good enough or it's not enough. Yeah. You have this like self-talk of I'm not enough. I'm not a good enough friend. And Oh, Ashley, we've talked about this before. We like have to break that the way that we talk to each other. And about Oh my God. Other. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Another thing I do in, you know, I don't do this all the time. I certainly don't have all of this down, but, um, I, if I'm talking to a friend and they talk about something stressful, like I have a friend who is going into a meeting the following day and she's really worried about it. And I just put on my calendar, like check in on her after the meeting. So, I mean, I won't remember to do that if yeah. I don't write it down because yeah, I don't right. remember anything if I don't write it down. But I mean, I think that's just being mindful, which I'm all about. Yeah. So I think that that is actually a really, really, and I, I don't think that people do that enough. You know, I grew up in the Midwest and it's a much slower pace of life, faster than it was when I was growing up. For sure. It's, it's not as fast as my life here on um, the East Coast. But I do remember that people checked in mm -hmm. on people. Yeah, checking on your friends. Yeah, and I've yeah. had I've had two friends who have had horrific life events happen to them. And just every few months I'll send them a quick text. Yeah. And even like, like before thinking of this yeah. happened, I didn't do that. But since it happened, I have. And I think it's because I don't ever want them to think that, you know, that that I've forgotten. Mm -hmm. I never forgot them before, but it's really much more important to me now mm -hmm. that they know that I haven't forgotten about them. Right. Yeah. So, and it's, it's just that little bit of connection, right? Yeah. Um, it goes a long way and it can be, it can feel like it's not enough, but it really is. I mean, you know, you, if, if it were done in return, it would make all the difference. So it's just those tiny things. Um, like I said, I'm not perfect at any of it, but I try to 
keep this stuff in mind uh, when I, because yeah, you know, friendship is, and just as you said at the very top of this conversation, we need, you know, I think we all need friendships, male and female, but, yeah. but I really need those kinds of different relationships. My husband cannot be everything to me. Yeah. Um, I need friends who talk about Bravo shows and I need, <laughs> I need friends who fill all sorts of different roles. And, and so the only, the only way to, to really get that is to be it, you know, to have those good friends is to be a good friend. Um, so yeah, so it's incredibly vital for my, for my mental health, for sure. My next question and, and because I do feel like friendships are a vital part of our self-care. I think Anna so. and I talk a lot about self-care on this podcast. We yeah. also get on each other all the time. It is like, true. Thank God. Like she's always like, Ashley, you need to pull back, stop working so much, blah, blah, blah. Sure, yeah. I'm going to have a glass of wine after this podcast today. Like she is <laughs> like, she's, but anyway, so I, like we need people like that in our life. But I'm also curious for you, Jenny, what do you, like, what does self-care mean to you? What do you do to practice it? Like, what, like, just share what you do as, um, in hopes great, to inspire others. Yeah, it's a great question. I've started to reframe how I think about self-care because I think that there is a difference between self-care and self-comfort. And okay. I think self-care is the tough stuff. So it's like mm -hmm. therapy and going for a walk and getting outside and putting boundaries up, you know, for work and for, um, you know, other areas of our life. So you're not overworking yourself and getting burnt out. Um, and self-comfort is like taking a bath and turning on a show that makes you feel good, you know, even. So I think that there's a difference and sometimes I feel like I self-comfort very well. I can get a pedicure yeah. every day of the week and I don't feel bad about it. Um, but I think self-care is where I do struggle, where it's like, you know, when I clean my kitchen, even though I give myself grace if it's not always clean, like it makes me feel better to start the week with, you know, the kitchen clean. Right. And that can, that can not, that can sometimes feel like work. And I think, but I do think that falls under self-care. I think there are things that we do to really make our lives easier and better that can feel a lot like work. And so, um, I separate them a little bit and I try, you know, or like going to the doctor, checking in on your, you know, your physical health, like that's self-care in that, a lot of ways. Yeah. It it's really interesting. Like, I guess I've never thought about self-care and self-comfort. You're right. But you, what you said really struck me is that like self-care can be difficult. I mean, it's doing the stuff that we might not want to do. That's kind of important Absolutely. that we do like, like yes. therapy and that doctor's appointment and clean. I, I mean, this, that, all that stuff you named is stuff that I don't want to do, but I do. I know we have to do it. <laughs> and it's caring for yourself in a lot of yeah, ways. Yeah. You know, it's like what we teach our children, you know, like how to go to bed on time. Right. Yeah. And things like that, like that's self care. And I have a hard time going to bed early. That's my big one. Um, I, do I do too, but I don't, I, 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 I'm always the last one. I am, I am maybe not the first one, but I'm maybe the second or third one in my family to go to bed, but I am the last one to close my eyes and go to sleep. Yeah, hard time falling asleep. Yeah. I watch television. I'll read a book. I'll do whatever oh, it is to keep myself from going. I don't know why that is. So well, you cherish that time. And I, well, I don't know if you do, but that's how I feel where I feel like this is my time. I'm not working. My kid is, my son's asleep. Um, I, I can read. I can watch a movie. I can, you know check in on social media, whatever it may be. And I do cherish that time and it's okay too. Yeah. But having that, having that routine or that boundary is also important. So I'm like, give myself a little time to do that, but don't let it like 
you know, we've all been there where it's like 2 a.m. and you're like, why am I on this random Instagram page of Rob Lowe or something? I don't even know. I mean, it's really about being intentional about that time that you're spending for yourself. And it's like, like, it's not a waste if you are intentionally, this is what you want to be doing and how you want to be spending your alone time. Yeah. And it's just boundaries, you know, and setting boundaries for yourself too. So I don't feel guilty about, I love Instagram. It's my social media of choice, but, um, you know, putting some boundaries to it, that, that makes it even better. And that turns it into, to, to a form of self-care. So, yeah. So Jennifer, Jenny, you work at home, right? I do. I do. I do have a home office though. I'm actually not in it right now, but I have a space outside of my house in my garage, which is very helpful. And we, and Ashley and I talk about this a lot because she works out of an office out of her home. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I actually, I, about five, six years ago, I actually, five years ago, I actually um, had to go out and get an office. Oh, okay. So, I, mean, I have a video production company, so I need studio. Right. But, um, I needed to get out of the house. So there's major pros, there's major cons. How do you find that balance? Mm-hmm. Uh, because you yeah. talked about friends and oftentimes yes. as you get older, work is where you find your friends. It's isolating yeah. working from home. We, I was just going to say, Ashton, we were yep. just talking about this yesterday. Yesterday, yep. Um, it is isolating. And, you know, we work in marketing and it's a social job. So, you know, that connection can be where I get filled up. Right. And where I get inspired to do more work and better work. And so if I'm just by myself and I'm just on my, in my inbox, you can get lonely really quickly. Yes. So I have to get out of the house. So I get out of the house probably twice a week. I do a lot of co-working with my colleagues who are also local, um, which is great. Uh, even if we don't work in the same department, just, you know, being able to talk about the books that we're working on or the authors that we're working with or just connecting with them in any way. So I would say twice a week or so I get out of the house. I have my favorite coffee shops. My husband jokes that the first question I ask any new place is, do you have free Wi-Fi? Um, <laughs> because it's so, it's so important. So important. <laughs> um, and I think, uh, you know, and I, again, this is self-care, but I'm not always great at it, but getting up and getting dressed and having a routine, mm-hmm. um, I do, you know, love getting like a cup of coffee and then starting my day, you know, with a little music. Um, I just, this is maybe a little embarrassing to share, but I just bought a microphone for my office, like a karaoke microphone. Okay. So I will start, I will start my day with like a little jam session in my office. It's just I love that. Nothing oh my God. That's that. such a good idea. Yes. I'll send you the link, Ashley. It's, I it's love so that. Fun. So do, you, do you do karaoke in your office? I do. I love yes. to sing. I'm oh terrible God. at it. I'm terrible I, at it, but I love it. It's one of those oh, things that brings me Yeah, it makes you feel good. Yeah, but it makes you feel good. That's like that's do. how you should start. Yeah. that is genius. Absolutely. I think anybody who works from home should have a carrier. Yeah, and I leave it in my office so my son can't steal it. Yeah, um, yeah it's course. my yeah. microphone. It's rose gold. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's fabulous. So, that's what are you singing? What did you sing this morning? Um, a lot of Queen. Um, I was singing someone to love. (laughs) Um, my, you can, I think my dog got in the background there. I'm sorry. Um, Taylor Swift. I have no shame. Um, yeah, I, I think that is so smart. Yeah. No, it really is. Cause you know what? Sometimes being alone can be really, um, lonely. And other times I think being alone can be so freeing. I feel the same. You know, I mean, there are times yes. when you're alone and you can do what you, you do when you're alone. I don't know, like you're in the bathroom. When I am in my 
uh, and, and I just want to like talk. I'll do it when I'm in my office and my office mates are not there. And one of my office mates is over in, in, uh, in Europe for a few weeks. But um, when I'm not there, I will talk out loud. When they're oh, not yes. there, sorry, yes. I will yeah. talk out loud. Mm-hmm. I'll speak out loud. I'll, I'll sing. I'll have conversations as, and answer as if somebody's asking me questions. <laughs> You know, I, I love it. Become really, I, know, we sound like, I feel, yeah, I do the same. Right. I'm sure, Jen, I don't know if you talk out loud too. <laughs> Absolutely, I, all the time. I, you have, one of the things that I have really embraced in the last year or so is that I am really excellent company. And I say that, I say that like kind of as a joke, but like, I will take myself out a lot, like just by myself to the movies. Yeah you know, to have a, you know, lunch by myself because I always like what I want to do. So I never arguing with somebody (laughs) about where to go or what to do. And and I think same thing with work. So I have, you have to find that balance of, I do like to get out. I do like to connect with other people. I do like to get out of my space, but I also have to check in with myself. And when I'm alone, like you're good company, you know, you can talk out loud, you can bounce ideas off of yourself. Yeah. Um, I always think they're brilliant. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> it's, 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 it's like you're it's acting as your own friend. And I think we need to remember that yeah. like, yes. what, like, that's another yeah. form of self-care is like taking care of yourself, yeah. being a friend to yourself. And like, you're only sure you thing. Like what you do. Like, if you, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're only sure thing. I say that a lot. So like, I'm, I'm my only constant. Yeah. So I, better I better get really comfortable with myself and I want to I want to point out too that this isn't just a woman a woman's issue because my brother told me my brother Tony Davalos told me that he has a friend who in the past few months uh, started working from home and he he's you know and it takes a while it takes a while to get used to working from home because he said he said that um, when he asked his he asked his friends like hey you know how do you like working from me because it's it's okay it's different than what I thought and he said, but when my wife comes home, I bombard her with questions. What'd you do? Where'd you go? Did you have coffee? Where'd you go and eat? Yep. Did you have lunch with? Mm-hmm. He's like, I just, I can't, I haven't talked all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just need to talk to her. And of course, you know, if you're, if you've ever been in an office and you come home, you're just like, oh God, five minutes. Of no one talked to me. No yeah, one talked to me. Five minutes. Yeah. Sounds right? like how my husband and I operate. Yeah. I'm like, yes. hey, 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 hey. He's like, I need five. I need five. Yeah. I'm going to go into our bedroom. I'm going to decompress. Yeah. But then I'm also finding that like he gets home and I'm like, let's get out of the house. Yes, like, let's right, go. And, right. You want to plan like, a bunch I, of evening activities. I want to be his home. Right. Yeah. I, like I haven't been home all day. I just sat in three hours of traffic. Like I just want to be home. So anyway. Well, and, and I will say, and that's kind of what I was saying just a second ago is, you know, there's, I have a 10 and a half year old, so it is a little easier than if I had, you know, if you were smaller, but, and he likes me to say the half. He's whenever I say, he's oh, okay. that's very important. Yeah. Yeah, that's very important. <laughs> but, um, like a half inch. I'm five yeah. and a half. Exactly. It's, it's important for him. But no, Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday nights or so, I'm ready to get out of the house. My husband does not. And so I'm like, I'm going to go to the movies by myself. Is that okay? And he's like, absolutely. The last thing I want to do is go to the movies right now, but you go, do you? Uh, and I do, and I enjoy it. So I don't, I try not to let you know, being alone stopped me from doing the things that I really want to well, do. So I your kid that. is getting, it's getting older. My kids yeah. are older. Her kids, Ash's kids are still really young. But the good thing about having kids that get older, like right now, my daughter is going through a phase where she's kind of pushing me away and I have to let her, it's breaking my heart, but I have How to How old is she? She's 12. 12, she's, yeah. yeah. She's in yeah. seventh grade and she's getting ready to, I mean, you know, she said to me the other day, she's like, I'm not really into the dangly, you know, dangly earrings right now. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Since when? You know, but my son is 
15 and a half. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he is everything that, you know, a DMV you know, boy is. And he's getting to the point now where it's okay for me to hang out with him. I can't hang out with him really anywhere in public. Right. But it's right. okay. <laughs> right. but it, it's okay for me to hang out with him. So sometimes like if we'll go to a restaurant where none of his friends are, yeah. they'll come and eat with me. So it's, it's Oh my God. Yeah. This is what um, I'm like. I'm, I'm in, we're in this for this. It, right. But well, and, you know, they start to, they start to grow away from you. And I, I also think it's kind of weird and it feels a little bit like a grief when you stop knowing their favorite things. Yeah. So somebody asked Kyle his favorite color the other day and I started to answer for him and then he answered a totally different answer. And I was like, when did that become your favorite color? And I was like, oh, you tell me everything that's happening. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's to live without you. you. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's a tiny thing, but it's, I was like, oh, okay. I'm no longer like the gatekeeper of, of right. the story. Right. Like you're your own. Well, my, my point is though, is that when your husband doesn't want to hang out with you, you'll be surprised that it will be your kid who's like, yeah, I'll go. I, well, I love that. Yes. I'm, I can't wait for that then. And yeah, I actually, they, they you get to, yeah, they do. teenagers are really cool. I, you know, he's still obviously younger than that, but we do a lot of volunteer work with some of the local high schools through the PTA. And I get to talk to these high school kids. They're so interesting and so cool. And I, I, it's giving me hope for the next few years. I was, you know, God, I was, I was awkward and gangly and wore glasses and had braces and had scoliosis. So when I was in middle school, I had a junior, junior high, I had a back brace. I was a dork. You know? <laughs> You're so cool now. You're making it. <laughs> I was going to say, you've, you've, you've definitely it's made fine. I mean, you know, I was, my kids see pictures of me. <laughs> They're like, God, I mean, mom. My glasses were gigantic. They were three fourths of my face. I, I need to see I, these pictures. I, you, no one, I've never seen a picture of No one needs to break. see them. Never. <laughs> <laughs> no one it's horrific, but you know they love, and I think that it makes them feel better that, that maybe they're not as big and dork as they thought they were after seeing their mom thirty years ago. <laughs> That's so funny. That is funny. I seriously need to see that. Okay, I have another question, and this is like my big question for you, Jenny, because we talk about this a lot, and okay. it is about how. Like, I know I'm nervous. Talk about everyone. Talks about how busy we are. Yes. Yeah. And I know it's a pet peeve of yours. It's a pet peeve of mine, but I'm totally guilty of it. Oh yeah. We, I mean, we are. And I have like, Oh God, I have theory. it's so annoying. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. I, I want to hear your thoughts on this culture of busyness and our addiction to busyness that I think uh, we yeah. have a society and I want to hear your thoughts on it and what we yes. can do to just, just turn this around. Yeah. And we're all, we're all busy. So I don't want to, I don't want to downplay how much we juggle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all are doing a lot and being a lot, but I also think we don't know how to say no just because we don't want to do something. Yeah. So, so instead of saying that actually doesn't bring me any kind of joy or that isn't where I want to put my time and attention, we just say, oh, I'm so busy. I can't do that. Or we cancel or we say yes. Cause we feel like we're yes people. Ash and I talk about this all the time. Yep. And then we get closer and closer and we're the thought of doing it. It just sounds so we cancel cause we're busy and we just can't handle it. And we're just struggling too much. And I, and I, like I said, I don't want to downplay how much we all are doing, but I think we should take back the power of saying, my time is precious and that isn't how I want to spend it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I can't do that. 
not because I don't have the time to, I probably could find the time to, if I wanted to, but I can't do that because it doesn't serve me right now. Um, it's the same as in business, right? I, I can't, I'm not going to take that job because it doesn't, it, I'm losing too much. If it doesn't even fulfill my soul, I'll take right. a job if it fulfills my soul. But I, so yeah, is it for, yeah, do you think thing. it's about having boundaries? Um, and oh yeah. I think yeah. we're all pretty bad at, at healthy boundaries. I mm-hmm. say like, you know, scratch like intro to, you know, psychology, not psychology, but like, uh, I don't know, a math class in college and teach like emotional well-being and teach boundaries. <laughs> so, yes. Oh yeah. my God. If only we had been taught that. So I'm curious yeah. also like, so instead of let's say like, just we're, I guess what like we're talking about is really redefining busy and, or maybe not or reframing busy. So instead of telling somebody like, Hey, I'm too busy. I can't do that. Whether it's like professionally or personally, how would you reframe it? Or would you say, well, this isn't really a priority. Like, how do you tell somebody without saying I'm too busy? Right. right. I, I know it's hard. Right. And yeah. I also feel like you hear this, but we, I don't practice it as often as I should, that like no is a complete sentence. Like, Oh no, thank you. I right. won't be doing that or I won't be there. And I think one of the things that I've learned how to do this is by allowing other people in my life to do it. So when people say I can't be there, to not give them a hard time or be disappointed or be passive aggressive with them and just say, good for you. So I had a friend just last night, we had, we were going somewhere. Um, it wasn't like something she had committed to. She hadn't said, but she said, you know, I really need to be home tonight. Mm. I need to be home. I'm not feeling like myself this week and I need to be, uh, I need to just take care of myself a little bit. And I said, absolutely. Get some rest, take good care of you. And I'll see you tomorrow. Um, yeah, being honest, like yeah, I mean, yeah. allowing her yeah. that safety and, and just, you know, maybe, uh, honoring her in that way. Um, I mean, I'm not, I haven't, I haven't perfected it, Ashley. I'm trying to stop saying no. In fact, I said I wasn't going to volunteer anymore next year. Like next year is going to be my year. I don't volunteer. And then I was talking to my best friend. We are our 20th high school reunion is next year. And in the next breath, I said, well, who's planning it? Do you think we should oh, no. plan it? And she's like, no, you just said you weren't going to volunteer. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like second nature. It's just so are you now up. planning it? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Thank <laughs> God. Um, it probably won't be as great as if you it's, were. So it comes down also to like people like us and we're just people pleasers. So you want to make people so happy. True. So, so we do say, yes, Are you a firstborn. I'm, I'm no, I'm actually the youngest. Oh, that's um, yeah. Yeah. You blew, our, you blew our theory out of the water. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> but, but you just want to make people happy. So true. you do like we, people like us tend to overcommit. I know I do. You do, we all do. And so then we get overwhelmed, we get stressed and then like self, like, yeah. And stress makes us feel busier than we really are because that's an energy suck. It's taking so much energy from us uh, instead of giving anything back. So when you are busy with things that, like you said, fill you and nurture you, you don't feel that same stress, even if your hours are just as filled. I also think it's interesting too, that as business people, I tend to think that we equate success with business. Yes, yes. We talk about so busy. Everybody wants me. You know, I'm doing so much. Yeah. So is it like an ego thing? I've always like grappled with like, what does busyness really mean? Well, and we're trying to prove our worth, right? That's it. 
So we're trying to prove that we are smart enough and capable enough and successful enough, just as you said. And the way to do that is to complain about how stressed and busy we are. At least that's seems to be one of the main ways we communicate that. And I think it's practice. You have to push against it. It's like a daily practice of, you know, no one wins a prize for being stressed and busy and like no one gets, you know, a trophy for it. All they get is being stressed and busy. And, and so, you know, having to reframe that I think takes a lot of work and I think it's daily practice of, you know, I, part of it is I'm going to stop working at five or six and I'm not going to apologize for that. Like, sure. I have work I could do for the next Mm -hmm. two hours, but this is my boundary. This is where I end my day. This is where I move into spending time with my family. And that's what success looks like for me, you know, and just in, and finding people to work with. And I have an incredible team that I work with who so many of them really value the same thing. Yeah. Um, Finding those people to surround yourself with and work with. And I know that's a privilege for, for, you know, a lot of people Mm -hmm. can't, some people can't determine that kind of team environment, but yeah, a daily practice surrounding yourself with like-minded people, um, or people that value those same kinds of things. And you know, what does success look like for you? And to me, it looks like a lot of really busy work for a really long time. And now it looks, it's starting to look different, thankfully. That's That's amazing. So let's talk about your career. Okay. You help people promote their books. Yes, I'm, a, I'm the marketing. Yeah, yeah, I'm the marketing director at Ben Bella Books. So it's a book publishing company, and I've been here for my whole career. I've been here for 14 years, wow. and so yes, I work with you know directly with authors promoting their work. And I think the thing that I'm the most passionate about is that you know I'm getting to help somebody who has created something very very cool and very, mm-hmm. um, you know, valuable sharing that creation with readers. And I think readers are the coolest people in the world. Um, and so it's really just about, sorry, that's, I think that was mine. That's okay. We can cut it out. <laughs> oh, good. Um, and I think that's the, you know, I think marketing, I say this, it sounds really cheesy, but it's just starting the right conversations with people. And so you have this thing that's, that you have worked so hard on and I have the tools to put it into the hands of the people who are looking for that kind of information. Mm. And so it feels like a bridge almost, um, I'm sorry. Like a team, like a team. Yeah, it, it really, it's the, the most successful books we work on are where I think we have the best collaboration and partnership right. with our Absolutely. authors. Yes. Ashley. Yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah. And when it, when it hits right, it's just, there's no feeling like it. It's just yeah. the coolest feeling. And um, I mean, she's so amazing at her job too. So like, let me know. Like, <laughs> she has gotten Thank amazing placements for check is in the so mail. Me so many authors and it's just like so inspiring to watch her work her magic um on a daily basis and just i i, I and i see your passion you. with, with doing it it's just amazing um I, I have a question so what book are you reading right now that you're excited about what book am i reading right now? like at work or personally i would say for personal personal okay um i i'll yeah so i just started there is a YA author who I love, Maggie Stiefvater, and she did a series called The Raven Boys, which was my favorite YA series of all time. And uh, she just released 
sort of book one in a, like a second series in the same world. So I just got it and I'm really excited about it. So awesome. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we absolutely have to ask the book marketer what I she's know, reading for yeah, fun. Right? I, read a lot, I read a lot of fiction and I don't work on fiction, but it is a little yeah. bit of a nice pivot of, you know, I get to sort of you know leave my work day and I enter a different you know, a different reading world. So I love that. I feel the too. same. I read a lot of fiction. Well, right now I'm reading more nonfiction, but like, I do read a lot of fiction to kind of escape my nonfiction book world that I live yes, in. Yes, um, yes. Because I'm like, oh my God, it's just too much. Um, well, anyways, Jenny, this has been an amazing conversation. Like, we have talked Thank about you. so much. I've had, had so much fun. This is my first podcast interview ever. You are amazing. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Tell Thank our you. listeners where we can find you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I really probably am the most connected to my Instagram page. And so I am Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E, Kanzanari. And I'm going to spell this too, because it's, it's a mouthful, C-A-N-Z-O-N-E-R-I. So Jenny Kanzanari on Instagram is probably the best place to connect with me. All right. Awesome. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Jenny. I, thank, I mean, you. thank you. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Ashley. Yeah. I oh loved such having a good you. Time talking with you. Yeah, likewise. I had, it was a blast. It was such a treat. Thank you guys. Thank you. And thank you listeners. Yeah. I hope you thank enjoyed you. this talk as much as we have. Cause we've got a good time. Like, yeah. Laughing and talking. And tell us much. what you think. Leave a comment. Exactly. We want to hear from you. We do. All right, thank you guys. Have a good day. Bye.